Welcome back to the Science Men's Psych. This episode is going to be all about the Broca's area. It should be noted that all these episodes are designed to be a general overview, and there's so much more complexity with these parts of the brain and body. I strongly encourage you to check out more information outside this podcast to learn more. French physician and anatomist Pierre-Paul Broca discovered what's now known as the Broca's area in 1861 after looking for similarities between two patients who were speech-impaired. Typically on the same side as the Wernicke's area, which is usually the left, but sometimes the right, the Broca's area serves in language production, comprehension, and integration. The Broca's area helps us in motor movements related to and associated with speech, but doesn't exactly always affect our comprehension of it. Damage to the area typically affects our ability to produce sounds and translate them into speech, but rarely affects one's ability to comprehend speech. The front of the Broca's area is more related to understanding of the meaning of words, while the back of Broca's area is more associated with how words sound, interestingly enough. Also interestingly, the Broca's area also seems to be responsible, at least in part, for producing gestures and interpreting others' actions and gestures. Like how damage to the Wernicke's area can cause Wernicke's aphasia, damage to the Broca's area can lead to Broca's aphasia, also known as expressive aphasia. Broca's aphasia can have varying degrees of severity, some only partially affecting their ability to speak and write, others still able to talk but miss articles, prepositions, or other grammatical words, others still having an even worse ability to convey language appropriately and as commonly used. Some might only speak in one-word sentences. Others will know what they're trying to say, but not be able to. Those with Broca's aphasia can also lose their ability to repeat, suggesting to current researchers that repetition language may be a combined function across the Broca's area, Wernicke's area, and arcuate fasciculus. Patients with Broca's aphasia often know and understand that they are unable to produce speech, even though they can comprehend most, if not all, of it, which can lead to frustration and depression for patients with Broca's aphasia. A lot more research still has to be done, though, because while we know that the Broca's area is important in language, we don't know just how black and white it can be, and other parts in the brain can moderate and modulate our expression of language. My research for this episode is from Stinnett, Reddy, and Zabel 2021 in Stat Pearls through the NCBI bookshelf. Please note that this podcast is designed for the con person. Please don't outline information and share on this podcast in any way for the health of yourself or the health of others. If you like you may have a condition mentioned or not mentioned in this podcast, please do not come to me. Instead, immediately go to a trusted physician, medical professional, or other reliable source of help and information for further guidance. Never disregard professional advice nor delay in the seeking of professional advice or treatment because it's something that you've heard on this podcast. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.